Welcome. You're listening to the podcast of First Church in Woodland, California, Pastor Timothy Wisnett. We're so glad you could join us. And we pray that this message you're listening to today is a blessing to your day. And I want to invite you also to visit us online at firstchurch.app to get connected with us and learn about our service and upcoming events. And uh, we hope that we can connect with you and see you soon. Revelations 13, beginning at verse number two. We're going to dig in the word of the Lord. Are you, um, is this series scaring you or challenging you? (laughs) Amen. Because God is in control. We're going to talk about some things tonight. Amen. Revelations chapter 13, beginning at verse number two. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard and his feet, uh, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power. Everybody say the dragon. Amen. Now, uh, we broke this down. I want to reemphasize this because I'm going to talk more about this tonight specifically. The dragon represents China. Now, I have to make this clear uh, because I don't want to be misunderstood. You know what? For those that... Um, don't walk around looking to be offended. This will be clear. But to those that are always looking for something to offend them, I need to make this clear. When I say China, I am talking about the power structure of the Communist Chinese Party. I am not talking about the people. The people of China are wonderful people. And, and so don't get triggered because I promise I've been there more than you on Chinese soil and I love the people. I'm talking about the, the Communist Chinese party. Amen. So it's talking about, this is talking about power structure. We're talking about the feet of the bear. The bear is represented by Russia. We're talking about the power structure of Russia. We're not talking about the people of Russia. The people of Russia are wonderful people. We're talking about the geopolitical struggle uh, and, and the concentrations of power. Does that make sense? Amen. Verse three, and I saw one of his heads as it as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wandered after the beast. They thought the thing was dead, but then it began to rise back to power. And they worshiped the dragon. Everybody say the dragon. So the world began to worship the dragon. Man, I am telling you, if you will look at it in a biblical perspective, you will see this. The world is worshiping China right now. China can do no wrong in their mind. Isn't it amazing if any other, could you imagine if, if COVID-19 would have out of an American lab? Could you imagine what the world would be doing to us right now? Or out of Great Britain or out of Australia or out of Brazil? Could you, but it's China. Nobody will, nobody will say anything. Because if you do, you're, you're xenophobe or whatever other phobe they can throw out there. But what about the facts that we do know? Amen. It linked out. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. And so how this all happened. And the world just acts like they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. Listen, be very weary of people, very cautious of people who speak well of the governmental structure of China. Be Be very leery of people like Anthony Fauci, who thinks that China does a great job controlling COVID. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. Because I'm going to tell you to make the, 
it'll make the hair on the back of your neck curl. What they're doing right now. I'm going to show you that. Amen. Verse number 11. Uh, and, beheld, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all power of the first beast for him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth. Verse 16, and causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand and in the foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 600, three score and six, or 666. Amen. And I'm going to continue on with our series on the new world order. And I, I do hope you'll take plenty of notes, copious notes, or go back and listen to it and take notes and do your own research. Amen. Because this is not a cult. This is not a cult. I want you to go back and do your research on this and realize the time that we are living in. We are being called right now to be, Jesus said, be aware of the seasons. Be aware of the time that we're living in. Amen. And that's what we're going to do. Would you pray with me right now? Jesus, I thank you for your word tonight. I thank you because your word has great power and great enlightenment. Lord, I pray right now that your spirit would move through this place, Lord, and would give us revelation and would give us understanding that we would have victory and we would triumph over the enemy in this last days to reach this city, to reach our families, and to reach the world with your gospel. In Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. We are going to be focusing tonight more on the global structure of the, uh, a little bit more of the governmental structure, if you would, um, or the monetary structure and the uh, distribution issues that are happening. Amen. And um, there, because there's some stuff going on, to say the least. There's some stuff going on. Uh, we are, I talk, matter of fact, I'm, I'm really debating on, on which road to hit first. Uh, we talked a little bit, we talked a lot last week about the spirit, this new age spirit about how truth is relevant, right? You live your truth, I live my truth, and um, how that's got to be one of the top five dumbest statements of all time. When somebody says, that's my truth, I instantly deduct IQ points off of them. It's just not possible. You can't have your truth and I have my truth. There's only one truth, Right? You don't have a truth of gravity, and I have a truth of gravity. So you get up on top of that building and prove your truth by jumping off, but gravity is still going to be the truth. We really don't do it. We don't need a lawsuit. Uh, you don't get your truth, and I don't get my truth. We only get what is true. Everything is being challenged. Everything is being challenged. In the last days, the Bible said that they would call evil good and good evil. That's the day we're living in. Um, I, I, taught, I, I don't want to have to rehash everything because I want to try to keep it under 45 minutes tonight. And so you can go back and listen to last week if you didn't catch it all. How that the target 
they're targeting our, our children. They used to target uh, college-age students. And uh, I thank God for our apostolic young people that are in college right now. I thank God for our hyphen that are living for God on these college and university campuses. They, listen, you need to pray for them every day. You need to pray for them. They are being sent in as sheeps among wolves. And you need to pray for our young people. I thank God for our hyphen. And they, that they can continue to live for God in the midst of the wickedness that is on our college campuses. Amen. Uh, it used to be that that was the main target. But now the universities are owned by the purveyors of the spirit of Antichrist. It is owned by them. Uh, the Antichrist anti-Bible agenda is, is more common in college and university than math and science is. Everything has been woven into a deceitful and demonic doctrine of self-worship and new ageism. Amen. And, but, but the devil, is, he, he, his appetite has never sufficed. And so it moved to our high schools, amen. And uh, they, they banned Bibles in high school and started passing out uh, condoms in high school. Bibles were, isn't it, it amazing how, how this works? Because when they pulled prayer and Bible out of schools, all of a sudden, um, the school systems begin to crumble, begin to like crumble. And isn't it amazing that one of the first things that happened when the Iron Curtain in communist Russia, when it fell, one of the first things they did is they cried out, send us Bibles to put in our school. The most sought after book in prison is the Bible. And by then, it's, it's not too late for their soul, but oftentimes it's too late for the person. They're already living that consequence. Amen. The Bible is wonderful preventative medicine. And so they went after the Bible in schools, in our high schools, and they didn't stop there. They took this anti-God agenda. They pushed it in the high schools, and then they pushed it in the middle schools. Now, I haven't been here long enough for me to, for you to say, yeah, that's true, because I know that, but I can tell you, that for years in Vacaville, I've been teaching all of this stuff, all of the equity of marriage, the equality of marriage, all of this stuff, the trend, all of this was for your, to get at your children. That's all it was. The spirit behind this, and I remember people thinking I was crazy when they started pushing, you know, same-sex marriage. I said, look, it's not even about that. It's really about your kids. They want your kids. I've been saying that for years. For at least 13 years. They want your kids. It's all about your kids. It, it's, that, that's, the issue is never the issue with these people. The agenda is further down the road. Amen. That, that's why you, you, you got to be careful little eyes what you see. Careful little ears what you, be careful what you're entertained by. You know, it's, I told one person uh, several years ago, I uh, was talking about, I can't believe, you know, this. The um, LGBTQ so strong, and they're pushing this and pushing. That. I said, "Well, why are you getting so upset about it?" I said, "I said you have uh, homosexual people making out in your house all the time." 
They got upset. I don't want in my house. Ain't two men or two women kissing in my house. I said, yeah, they do, do it all the time. And I named their favorite TV show. And, 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 and when it came out, when, uh, when same-sex marriage passed, the writers for TV shows and movies came out and said, this was our agenda from day one when we put it at Three's Company. The Three's Company writer came out and said, we made the idea of a gay man humorous to everybody. And then the further and further it went, then it was accepted to where Christian homes would watch it because they liked the, the uh, storyline of the show, even though it had two men, two women, whatever. We just we put up with that because we liked this. And the next thing you know, it moved in. And what you don't realize now is if you say that you are against that uh, in your home, you're probably going to offend your own kids. Because we let it in. Quit pointing the finger at the Hollywood and say, Hollywood, just terrible. We need to, why do you get mad when the devil acts like a devil? Why are you surprised when sin does what sin does? I'm not upset with the world. I'm upset with the church for letting that mess in. And then they start trying to force it on the church. And then they, they ain't going to force it on the church. What, they, they, you didn't say nothing when it got in your home. You said nothing when it was in university because it didn't affect you. You said nothing when it went to high school because you didn't want to bother with it. Nothing when it went, you didn't want to, but nothing when it was on your TV. You didn't want, but all of a sudden it gets in here and says, it's too late. You need to have a shama spirit that will, is willing to kill over the field, not literally, but is willing to fight over the field of beans. So it's just a bean patch. Why are you fighting the Philistines for? Because it's my bean patch, and if I give up my bean patch, then they're going to be in my cornfield, and then in the wheat field. Next thing I know, they'll be in the barn, and if they get in the barn, they'll get in the backyard. They get in the backyard, they'll get in the house. They get in the house, they'll get my kids. Some of y'all need to get back to the bean patch and start pushing. You need to start pushing Hollywood and, and all that stuff back, back past the bean patch. One thing I hear is some corporation does something so detestable and, and you know, people rise up and say, you know, we need to take a stand against that. Everybody goes, well, you can't take a stand against everything. Well, I'm going to tell you something by God. When it comes to our kids, you better get some guts and stand up against this mess. But pastor, I enjoy it. That's my, hey, they're coming after your kids. If you want to just keep giving them money, go right ahead. They want your kids. That's what it's always been about. A bunch of rich old perverts that want your kids. Then they say, well, gender don't matter. And it started on TV and went in the movies. And then gender didn't matter in the university. Then gender didn't matter in high school. Now they're pushing it in elementary. Not just elementary. They're pushing it in preschool. Are y'all, are y'all ready for this tonight? Buckle up. But we need to wake up. I'm talking about being woke. The church needs to get awake. We act like this stuff is remote. Do you know we are now starting, there are cities in California that are now starting to pay people $900 a month to be transgender? Pull your head out of the sand. They're using your money to do it. You want to know why? 
because you never turned the show because you liked one character, because you kept visiting their business because you liked the product. So now they'll take your tax dollars and fund the thing that is detestable in the sight of God. And you're like, well, I'm not going to pay my taxes. I'm not going to. Why? why? You've been buying everything else. Amen. Y'all with me tonight? $900 a month to be transgender. And everybody just, well, they're, they're crazy. No, we're crazy. Why are we putting up with this? Why are we putting up with this? They push this mess and they, they say, well, well, you know, I can't help when I was born this way. Okay. And then they, this is the one thing that I, that I cannot believe people have been so suckered into this. The LGBTQ movement, LGBTQ, A plus, LMNOP, whatever else it is. You're saying you're making fun of it. Yes, I am, because it's stupid. They keep adding letters, and we like dummies keep repeating every letter they put out there. How about this? S and G. Sodom and Gomorrah. SAG for short. Some of you get it on the way home. They push this, and they push this, and they push this. And they, they say, here's the thing that I can't believe that we've gotten so fooled into. They said, well, my rights as LGBTQ, whatever they are, is the new civil rights. And I cannot understand for the life of me, and I'm not going to pretend that I know what it's like to be something I'm not. But how in the world do you equate a sexual choice with an immutable characteristic you were born with is beyond me. We, LGBT, that's the civil rights. We're going through our struggle just like the African-American race went through the civil rights struggle. I, I, I'm sorry, hold on. Uh-uh, that, that dog just don't hunt. The choice of what you do in your bedroom is not equivalent to something someone could not help or, de or determine the way they were born in color. Big difference big difference between being born a certain color or a certain race than all of a sudden deciding you're a grown man and want to be Tinkerbell. There's a big difference in that. Big difference. Are y'all still with me? Big difference in that. And it's insulting to people who actually understand history and those that have lived history to say the fact that I want to kiss another man or another woman or whatever it is, my sexual choice in my room is the equivalent to what a race went through. Because you haven't been oppressed. You haven't been oppressed like the African-American race was oppressed in this nation. The LGBTQ didn't go through what they went through. So stop it. Because I'm just going to speak from my, uh, I'm going to just speak really plain. You sound dumb when you say that. And when you agree with those people, you sound even dumber. Because all sex is a choice. 
Amen. Amen. I didn't have a choice being blonde hair and blue eyed and Caucasian. I didn't have a choice. But I do have a choice in other areas. But the left hijacked this and they realized if we can make victims out of being gay and we can equate that to the struggle of equality among the races, then if they don't like it, we can just say they're racist. And that's what they've done. Say, so, oh, they're homophobic. Well, homophobic means I'm afraid of it. I'm not afraid of it. I'm just afraid of not obeying God's word. Because the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Amen. I, I want to be right with the word. I want to be right with the word. I'm going somewhere with this. And so the LGBTQ, whatever, 80-something genders there are now. And y'all think I'm joking. Google it. There's, don't go too far in it. It's wicked. It's wicked. There's over 80-something genders now. So Florida, and I talked about this last week, and I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> Florida, last week or the week before, passed a bill. Say, it's an anti-grooming bill. I, think it's, I wish everybody would adopt it. And, and the bill simply says this, you cannot talk to a child up to third grade about sexuality or sexual identity. Okay? You just can't do it because that's grooming. You can't do that. And you got people, and then the media called it the don't say gay bill. I've read the bill. It's rough to read. Have you ever read a bill before? It's like watching paint dry. It's awful. I, I underline words and I go and look up the word for it, what it means, and then you realize a bunch of lawyers wrote it and we're, that's why we're in the shape we're in because lawyers write everything you can't understand. And then you read it, and to break it down in a nutshell, because I'm not the brightest bulb in the drawer, it basically says, don't talk to my kid about sexual preferences or gender identity before the third grade. Now, I think it should go all the way up to 12th grade. And I believe that it should be up to the parent to talk to their child about that. And I don't think that as a white southern male, I think that as a Bible-believing Christian, that it is your job and my job to talk to my child about it. And if you ever talk to my little girl about sex, you better pray I don't catch you where no cameras are. Because you are a pervert. And you ought to go to prison. And they get up there and they, they, they um, celebrate these women that get up there. And this one woman, I, I started to show the video and I didn't because... Whatever eight just starts backing up, makes me sick. She starts talking about telling, she, and you could probably picture her, flaming blue hair with yellow tips, looks like a tackle box blew up in her face. She's got studs and rings everywhere. Just, you just want to see the look of fear in her eyes if you hold a magnet in front of her face and just see. And she says, I told my second grade class that I'm, I'm a lesbian. 
And I thought, you pedophile. A second grader don't even know what that means. A second grader don't even care. But because you're obsessed with their sexual parts, you had to share that. And I'm going to tell you, as a Christian, you better not be supporting people like that. Because they want, it's all about your kids. It's the new world order. It's the spirit of Antichrist. When this whole transgender thing started about eight years ago, I stood up in the pulpit and I said, if you can change your, and this is when it was on the fringe and people thought I was, you know, a kook for talking about this just because it was weird, you know, uh, Jerry Springer talk show type stuff. I said, they're going to convince you that you can change your sexual identity, but it's not even about that. Because the next thing is, age is just a number. Because if love knows no gender, then age doesn't either. And then you got some 55-year-old pervert. Eyeballing your seven-year-old son. You, 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 you got to see this, folks. The Department of Education is pushing this. We're not against teachers. I, our teachers are amazing. Our, for the most part, teachers are wonderful. They do a tremendous job. But I'm going to tell you, the NEA and the other teachers' organizations that are pushing this mess are straight from the pit of hell. Amen. So when they said this anti-grooming bill, you can't talk to children under third grade. And I think, hey, that's great. But I'm a little upset they didn't make it to like 10th grade or 12th grade. I mean, just think about it, folks. In the state of Oregon, it's right up that way. Just a few hours. They use tax dollars to pay for sexual reassignment surgeries beginning at age 15 without parental consent. Please take notes. Go home and verify what I'm saying in case you think I got this off some weird website. They don't need your permission. And here's something I want you to say. I don't promote parties. Y'all know that about me. But I'm going to tell you something. It's never been easier to say a Christian has no right supporting a Democrat party. So, Pastor, watch out. You're going to offend people. I hope, I hope the light does hurt just a little bit because it's only one group pushing this mess. And I have been kind for weeks, but it's only one group that's adopting this. You say, well, I got problems with the Republican. Well, I do too. I got problems with all of them. Name me a party. I got a problem with them. But there is not another party out there pushing that your children are their little pawns that they can teach sexual identity to. Name me another group of people doing this. Name me another group. And, and, and then lose their minds over it. The governor was Hitler. 
One, one activist, got one, one politician from that party got on there and said, hundreds of thousands of kids will die because of this bill. Oh, you dummy. How? How 100,000 kids, hundreds of thousands of kids going to die from this? It's, it's insane. They run way over here. You say, Pastor, this is, re- you know, you shouldn't deal with this. I need to deal with this. If you strengthen the hand of those that do evil, the word of God says you are guilty of whatever that hand does. I'm not saying you got to register as another of the other party, but I am saying I'm taking a flat-footed stand now. We as Christians have no right. We have no business supporting those people. We will answer to God for that mess. And you can talk in tongues until you get an accent, but you cannot support that kind of evil. It's evil. So what happened? Oh, man, they went crazy. The media went crazy. I mean, people, people took to TikTok and Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and, and, and all of these people with bright colored hair and... Whatever their identity was. I can't keep, they're sobbing. It's Nazi Germany. It's not. Quit insulting the memory of people that died in concentration camps because you didn't get to groom a five-year-old so you could have sex with them when they turned seven. It's not the same thing. Now I'm, drawing, I'm drawing a line in the sand tonight. You don't got to tell me why you would still support them politicians. You got to justify that to God. Now, the Bible says that I've got to sound, sound a clear sound, and, a, and I'm giving you a clear sound tonight. It may change in five years. It may change in ten, but I'm telling you, as of now, we have no right supporting these people. None. Disney comes out. I'm sorry. Pull your toes in. Disney comes in. Says, you know what we're going to It leaked. They didn't even want you to know what happened. It leaked their executive board meeting with their CEO and their president of operations come out and said, well, we'll get back at all of these Nazis and we'll take the words boys and girls and any sexual identification out of our theme parks and out of our products, and it'll just be dreamers of all ages. We'll get back at them. Then you thought it ended there, and then no, the CEO comes out and says, I need, I need to do more. We as a corporation need to do more. Please verify what I'm saying tonight. She said, we need to do more because I have a pansexual child. And I don't even know what a pansexual is. It, the child's attracted to pans? I don't know. Is it Peter Pan they're attracted to? I don't get it. Is it like pansexual? Like it'll just all pan out anyway. I don't know what that means. But the CEO of Disney said, moving forward, 50% of all of our characters will be by. Gay, lesbian, transgender, asexual, pansexual. 50% moving forward. Hey, 
I love it as much as anybody else. But at what point do we say, not my kids? I'm not calling for you to take any action. I'm just asking you to think about it for a little bit. How much more money are we going to give that corporation before we say, no, you bunch of perverts, not my kids? We let you have your gay day. We let you fly your rainbow flag. But now you're going to force on my innocent children 50% of the characters. And Christians go, well, we can't stop everything. Just keep giving them money. If even half, if even half of the so-called Christians in America would say no, it would bankrupt that organization within a year. They would come crawling back. Amen. They would change, uh, uh, they would change the Matterhorn to a baptismal tank. But we won't do it because we like our entertainment too much. Which was the fall of Rome. They loved their entertainment so much that when things were so obvious, they overlooked it because they more wanted to be entertained than inconvenienced. Are y'all with me? Saying, Pastor, are you saying I need to cancel this and boycott? I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just asking you, how much more will it take? I'm going to be very blunt with you tonight. Is it going to take Mickey Mouse or Goofy or, or, or Buzz Lightyear groping your child actually while they're there before you do something? Or, or is this enough? Say they wouldn't do that. Would, 20 years ago, you'd have never thought they'd have said that. But we'll just keep funding them. Keep that, I just got to keep funding them. They entertain my kids. Yeah, they're going to entertain your kids all right. I, they're going to entertain your kids all right. It didn't stop there. If you'll put up the headline, if you'll put up, this is, what, this, is how new, this is how Maryland responded to it today. Maryland Department of Education will require pre-K students to learn about gender identity and expression. Did you catch the word require? That's four-year-olds. Go check out which party runs that state and ask me, are you going to keep supporting them? They want four-year-olds to understand what gender identity and sexual expression is. Folks, is this okay? Are we going to allow, are we going to allow, what are we going to do? We're going to pray. We're going to take a little break from Netflix and YouTube and pray against this stuff. And then not support the people that come up with this mess. There's an agenda behind it. It's chaos behind it. Pre-K, they're going to require it. They're going to require it. You know where it's coming next? Because California can never out, be outdone with stupid stuff. California come out and say, well, well, we'll demand them learn it as soon as they're born. They'll come out of the womb, clean them up, smack them on the rear, and set them down with some drag queen reading them story time. Because we can never be outdone. And then we'll just say, oh, it's, you know, it's just, it's just, hey, the world's going to be the world, but the church cannot stop being the church. We've got to start taking stands against this. It's the agenda of the Antichrist. It's to, to make evil good. And good, that is truth, 
to be spoken evil. Because right now, this, what I'm saying, if I, if I were to say this at UC Davis or at UC Berkeley, if I were to say this, amen, at Fresno State, I'd be thrown out for hate speech. We, we've got to protect our children, the most vulnerable among us. And the spirit of Antichrist wants to draw that division. It wants to lull you asleep because Hitler said, if you give me the kids, I'll take over the world. And he almost did. Because the spirit of Antichrist wants nothing but division. Nothing but division. Amen. Chaos. We're seeing chaos. Now you watch. I got a feeling this is going to backfire on them. Like a 10-gauge shotgun with double-up buck. It's going to backfire like I am telling you it's going to backfire. At least I hope it does. Hopefully there's enough sensible people left that would make that backfire. New Jersey. I didn't have time to get the headline up there. New Jersey governor is about to sign a bill into, into law for the same thing. Pre-K. Teaching them gender identity and sexual expression of gender identity. Amen. People need to wake up to this. It's the division. We've got all this going on. We've got global chaos going on. Global chaos going on. Wars and rumors of wars. I told you last week I was going to get into this, and this is the meat of my message. I, I just had to share that with you in case you thought last week when I was talking about it, in case you just thought I was just, it was all hyperbole and I was exaggerating, that's why I had to show you that headline. And I suggest you go home and read the articles for yourself. And, and, and keep a trash bag nearby because it'll make you sick to your stomach. There's wars happening. Global conflicts happening. COVID is outbreaking again in China. You can go back to the other screen. I'm done with that headline. You can go back to the welcome screen. Thank you. If, you're, if, you, if you know where to look for news, because the mainstream media doesn't want to show this because they worship the dragon. China's largest city, Shanghai, is locked down right now. Do you know that? This is, these are the people that Dr. Fauci praises. This is socialism and communism at its finest. Do you know how they've locked down Shanghai. They've welded the doors shut. People are starving to death. I, I, I have the video clip, but I didn't send it because it's too disturbing for you to hear. But go and look for it. Go look for it in the city of over 25 million people. Listen to the screaming across that city as people are starving to death in their apartments right now. Bigger than Hitler's concentration camps. And nobody will call out the dragon because they're, hey, LeBron, where are you at? Pelosi, where are you at? I mean, you guys are all about human rights. What about the, oh, that's right. They're making your shoes and jerseys and they're making your cars and they're making all that for you. So you're getting too much money off of them. I wanted to play the video, but I didn't because it is so disturbing to hear Hundreds of thousands of people on their balconies screaming to the top of their lungs because they are starving to death in their homes. This isn't conspiracy. Go look it up. 
You saw it too? They're not only doing that. Where's PETA? Where's the animal rights activist? Because you'll see videos of state health employees going door to door, rounding people up and dragging them into vans. Little children, throwing them into vans, taking them into quarantine centers. And the pictures that are coming out of these quarantine centers make our prisons look like a five-star hotel. But not only that, where's PETA? Because these same people are taking shovels and killing their household pets. Talking about the dragon. And, and, and this is what I can't understand. Anybody that promotes Marxism ought, ought to be, you need to go see a doctor. You know, you need to go get that checked out. Because this is what it ultimately is. This is what socialism and communism ultimately, ultimately is. It is total control. And they've got, the dragon has the power to do it. They're coming in because they're quarantined, forcing people out. They're taking shovels and they're killing their dogs. Big 50-gallon plastic bags filled with cats still alive, bagged up, tied up, and on the side of the sidewalk, and the animals are screaming. People are screaming. Shanghai, 25-plus million people. Oh, but listen to the World Health Organization say, we commend China for their control of the COVID-19 virus. I wanted to play for you the clip, but I couldn't play it because of the screams are too disturbing of the drones that are flying around the high-rise apartments in Shanghai with speakers mounted on them that the speakers are saying, and I quote, resist your soul's urging to be free. Do not sing and do not scream. Let me say that again. Resist your soul's urging to be free. Listen, go home and verify what I'm saying. Resist your soul's urging to be free. Do not sing. Do not scream. Don't open your windows. Stay indoors. This is happening right now in China. So well, how does that affect us? Bless God, we're Americans. About half the things you either have on or you use today come from that place and they've been locked down for almost three weeks now you don't think that's gonna two and a half years ago a container that came from china cost us about eighteen hundred dollars a shipping container now there's sixty thousand dollars for that same container are you with me it's a part of the global strategy Let's bring so much chaos, so much war. So you think Russia would be in Ukraine right now if China wasn't backing them up? China wants war. They understand a war there weakens America. And with our leadership already, we're a joke. We come out and say, we're going to sanction Russia until they leave. Well, they didn't leave. And then they said, well, we, didn't, we never even said that. And when you played the clip back to them, they said, you're lying. We didn't say that. Well, you, ju you just said it. Well, well that's not what, well, then that's what, that was your truth, not our truth. And then they said, well, we're going to put more sanctions on Russia. Oh, great, wonderful. We're going to crush the ruble. The ruble tanked. Um, guess where the ruble's at now? 
It's actually doing better than it was before the sanction. You want to know why? Because China's helping them out and, and Germany. And guess what's happening to the U.S. dollar? We're, we're at almost 10% historic inflation right now. You say, how could people be so dumb? I asked the same question. I thought, are they really dumb or is it just another page in the plan for global chaos? Most of our fertilizer comes from Russia and Ukraine. All prices are through. What are you paying for a gallon of gas right now? Let me ask you something. If it's expensive for you to fill up your tank to go to work, do you think it's not expensive for the farmer in Iowa and Kansas right now to fill up their tractors and their combines? Oh, it absolutely is. That's why food prices are going through the roof. Before I could even get back to teach it this week, uh, last week on Wednesday, it came out that Iowa right now has a major avian flu that has broken out. Over 13 last week, now it's up to 22 million chickens in Iowa have been culled. What do you think that's going to do to egg prices? You like pasta? Better enjoy it now. Our farmers, not just here in America, but around the world, do not have the fertilizer to plant right now. The fuel is too expensive. I pulled this up right before church and took this screenshot. If you'll put the next slide up. This is what the world is saying. Food shortages, 2022. Opinion, the world is on the brink of a food shortage. Looming catastrophe of global food shortage. President Biden warns real grocery shortages are coming. And you can tell he hasn't been in a grocery store in 30 years because it's already here. It's already here. They're telling us there is a global reduction in the food supply. Are you listening? This is important. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm telling you this to show you this is what is on the horizon. They are saying it will be a minimal 40 percent reduction in world food supply that's a lot that's a lot so pastor what does this have to do with this new world order because it's global chaos because when all this chaos erupts wars famines new variants of covid Hey, listen, I'm not a prophet nor the son of a prophet, but I'm going to give you something right here. You ready? Probably around September, some new variant's going to break out, and we're not going to be able to get out of our homes again. We're going to have to wear the mask again, and we're going to have to mail-in vote all over the nation again, just, just so you know. Right around election season. Because they know from coast to coast and border to border, people are sick to their stomachs over what they're doing over this, uh, pushing this stuff in our schools. So we'll, we'll, next step, they'll be welding us in our homes. No, they'll try. Food shortages. Pandemics resurging. Pandemics are resurging. Wars. China is still flying planes and buzzing Taiwan. More planes have flown over Taiwan 
in the last year and a half than has in 20 years. They're daring a war with Taiwan. North Korea is shooting rockets off like it's the 4th of July. They're daring a global war. The dragon is empowered. China is realizing America is on the ropes. What does that mean for me, Pastor? Tell you what it means for me. It means I better set my house in order. I better live for God. Pastor, I'm hearing you. I'm, I'm selling everything on and I'm moving to Idaho and I'm going to live in a mountain somewhere in a cave and I'm going to buy AR-15s and all that stuff. Listen, that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, if you want to buy an AR-15, I think that's great. Just register it and do all that good stuff and whatever. That's fine. Amen. Somebody said, no, Jesus was against weapons. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he said, sell your cloak and buy a sword. <laughs> Amen. Why do you think Peter was concealed carrying? Amen. <laughs> You think Jesus didn't know Peter had that sword underneath his robe? Amen. That was his Glock. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying this. I'm teaching you this. I'm sharing this with you because I don't want you to be surprised. They say the biggest parts of this are going to hit us around the summertime. I don't want you to be surprised. So, Pastor, what do I need to do? Stack up on MREs? I'm not saying that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't, I, I, I've got about a three-week supply of food. I, I have had that for years in my garage. I just think that's smart. But could it be the global players of the new world order? The one thing they hate more than anything is America. But as much as they hate America, nobody is more anti-American than Americans. And from within, they're trying to tear it down. It's amazing. All these people that say America is so bad never want to go live anywhere else. And I've offered it to them. I've, offered, I've got hundreds of thousands of airline miles. I'm willing to give them for a one-way flight. You just can't come back for 10 years, and you've got to go to that socialist, communist country you think is so great, and you can't come back. Nobody takes me up on that. Nobody wants to go to Cuba to get dental work done. I cannot understand this. All these professors and these talking heads and all of these leftists, none of them want to have open heart surgery in Venezuela. And I cannot understand why. Because it's such a great program. But they're looking at it and they're saying, you know what? America is more divided than it's ever been. And they're just stoking the flames of this. You don't think China and these... These global players are not stoking the flames of hate and division in this nation. They're fanning the flames. The, the, the LGBTQ, the gender, the race division, all of this division, they're fanning the flames. They're looking. Matter of fact, when, when China's leader, uh, one of their leaders met with one of our representatives, they pointed their finger at us and they talked to us like dogs about how bad it was here in America. They sure did. Go watch the video. They talked to us like dogs about how bad America. They're strategically placing their fingers in the world's supply. They've got a plan. Oh, they've got a plan. 
One of the richest men on earth has a plan too. His name is Bill Gates. Not a conspiracy theorist, just, just, just go research this. I hope, hope you take notes or go back and listen and go take notes off that. You see, the Gates family for a long time has been involved with eugenics. They were some of the founding members of uh, something called Planned Parenthood. Bill Gates has advocated there are too many people on the planet. Have you read his, have you watched his, his lectures on that? There's too many people on planet Earth. We have too many people. Uh, sorry, Bill, I don't really want all your vaccines if that's your theory. Yeah, go, go see what his vaccines have done to African children, his polio vaccines. See all the, the children that are laying on beds never walking again. He's advocated we have too many people on this planet. We need a, we need a global reduction. This isn't where You can go find that on YouTube. They still haven't blocked that yet, surprisingly. And then, as of a few months ago, Bill Gates is now the single largest owner of farmland, private owner of farmland in America. Isn't that amazing? Control the food, you control the people. I said control the food, you'll control the people. You know who else owns a lot of farmland in America? China. They have a huge stake. Matter of fact, in some of our largest ag-producing industries, China owns a majority partnership in. We just let them. Come take it. Cheap food, I take it. Cheap toys, take it. And they're stoking the vision. And all of this is, and the Bible said, in the end time, they would cry for peace and safety. Huh? He said they would cry, cry around the world. They would cry for peace and safety. And in that moment, said, I'm coming back in that environment. I read in your hearing from our text that it said they worshiped the dragon. The dragon could do no wrong. They knew it was a dragon. They knew the dragon was an evil beast, but they didn't care. They worshiped it because of the wonders that it could perform for all the things they could do. I mean, it's a pretty wonderful thing to get a cheap phone. It's a pretty wonderful thing to get a cheap car. It's a pretty wonderful thing to get cheap TVs and cheap this and cheap that. And everybody just keeps worshiping around the globe. Look at what they're doing. Look at what they're doing. We know beyond the shadow of a doubt. We found this out years ago. They're putting spy technology and all kinds of things that we place in a home we just keep getting everybody just keeps worshiping the dragon and worshiping the dragon and just keeps worshiping the dragon but eventually that one world system is going to fall in line because when food shortages look it's one thing for food shortages to hit venezuela it's one thing for food shortages to hit the philippines and to hit africa it's another thing altogether if a food shortage hits woodland Could there be a day where we line up and wait seven hours for a bag of rice, a bag of beans, and some fish? And it's being rationed, food being rationed out. Could you imagine that? 
Pastor, there would never be rationing in America. Remember trying to find toilet paper a year and a half ago? Remember trying to buy bottled water two years ago? Come on. Matter of fact, Spain has already implemented food rationing. Spain is preparing for the food shortage. They're already hitting it, and they're rationing food in Europe right now. Go look it up. Why is all of this irrelevant to me? I'll tell you why. Because Jesus said, I can't tell you the day and the hour, but I'm going to tell you the times and the seasons. Folks, I'm teaching this to you tonight. I'm on this series because I need you to see that we are in the season and we are in the time of when Jesus is going to come back to this earth. Amen. Matter of fact, you know, some people, and I'm very careful. Y'all know me. I, have a, I don't teach on this stuff often. Matter of fact, this is the first time I've really been into an end time series like this. And some people, that's all they want to talk about. And we're going to be, over, we're, we're going to, in, a, in a week or so, we're going to pass on. We're going to go to another series. We'll be on something else. But we got other people that think we should never talk like this. Well, why? Jesus said to watch. Look for these things is what Jesus said. If he didn't want us looking for it, he would have never told John the Baptist uh, or, or John the Revelator, rather, to write this thing down so that we could read it. Pastor, I'm scared. Don't know. You don't got to be scared. Just get ready. Get ready for what? Get ready for what? Rationing? Well, if you want to, but here's what I'm getting ready for. I'm getting ready for Jesus to come back. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready for Jesus to come back. And with all of these things that, that the Bible said they must come to pass. You've heard me say this, I'm like a broken record. Everybody wants end time revival to the end time show up. Because when we think of the greatest level of revival, we think of end time revival. That, that is our synonym of greatest revival ever on the earth. And here it is, that, that end times are now upon us. So guess what? Get ready. Don't just get ready for all of the wars and rumors of, the, of war and pestilence and famine, famine and, and, and earthquakes and diverse places and gas prices up and inflation up and intelligence way down. Amen. And all these other things going through the roof. Don't, don't just, not all that, but but you look for that. And when you see all of these things coming to pass, this is what Jesus said. If Jesus didn't want you to care about it, if Jesus didn't want you to know about it, if Jesus didn't think it was important, he wouldn't have told you, look out for all of these things I'm telling you about. And then when you see them, don't run for the hills. Don't go bury your head in the sand. Don't go hide in a cave with chicken noodle soup and an AR-15. Jesus said, when you see all of these things come to pass, lift up your eyes to the hills because your redemption is drawing nigh. Amen. I know that in the last 20, 30 years, we don't talk about the rapture anymore, but folks, Jesus is about to come back to this it could be tonight, it could be tomorrow, it may be 50 years, but I got a feeling Jesus is about to come back to this earth and he's about to rapture his bride off of this planet. So be prepared. 
Be prepared. I, you know, I've told you all the horror stories when I was growing up and all the things that, they, you know, they scared us with. I'm not trying to scare you with that. I'm just telling you, be ready. Be ready. Look at the seasons. I'm showing you this to say the seasons, the time is upon us for Jesus to return. And, and, but before, and this is why I remind you this every night when I teach this. Before Jesus returns, we're going to see the greatest harvest of souls that has ever been seen before. Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. And we ought to be excited about it. We ought to be excited about it. We ought to be passionate about it. And we ought to be telling everybody, you get ready for Jesus. He's coming back. It ought to awaken a passion in us for evangelism and, and, and see, reaching out to our families and to our neighbors. Amen. And let me just kind of land the plane on this. You don't got to go trying to scare the devil out of people going to work tomorrow saying, you're not going to have anything to eat next month. So come to my church before you die and go to hell. You don't want to do that. No, but something needs to awaken within us that Jesus is coming soon and I don't want to leave my coworkers behind. I don't want my family to miss the rapture. Amen. I don't want my family to miss the rapture. I don't want your family to miss the rapture. I want, I want when Jesus comes back, he's going to come back for a red hot burning fire apostolic revival church. Amen. When Jesus comes back, I want us to have four services on Sunday. If we're in this building, five services on a Sunday, six services on a Sunday, three services on a Saturday because we can't contain it in just one building. I believe that's the kind of revival we're going to have in the end time oh go ahead and stand to your feet and give the Lord a hand clap of praise hallelujah come on do you believe that oh hallelujah that's the kind of revival we're going to see in the end time amen now I said that to say this a lot of what I'm teaching is number one to make you aware everybody say aware look at somebody and tell them you got to open your eyes be aware of the times and the seasons. Don't be played by politicians. Don't get caught up in any kind of hype or keep your focus on Jesus. You can look at the signs of the time and keep your focus on Jesus. You can be aware of everything that's going on and still keep your mind on Jesus. Amen. Say, Pastor, is it going to get worse? Probably. Hey, man, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. Gas could go down to $1.50 tomorrow, a gallon. I don't know. Brother Reuben would just fix it. I mean, him and Brother Ryan keep these things, gas prices up. Hey, man, if they, if they could just fix all this stuff, hey, amen. I'm just kidding. Hey, amen. There's wars. There's rumors of war. There's famine. There's pestilence diseases, all of these things are happening. But God did not tell us that to panic us. He told us that to prepare us. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. 
he told us that to prepare us. Because he didn't want us to be blindsided and all of a sudden be just like, why is all this happening? No, that's not what he wanted. He wanted you to know it's coming. Be prepared for it. But be prepared for what God's getting ready to do. Amen. I don't know about you, but it makes me want to tell somebody about Jesus. I'm not trying to scare anybody into the church. I remember in, in 1999, they were doing prophecy crusades. 98, 99, and uh, we had one in our home church, and uh, uh, it was Jeff Garner and Danny Hood, and awesome preachers, they were doing these prophecies, because it was two, year 2000, we were getting ready for the year 2000, and you know, Brother Danny Hood, nobody can preach, I mean, Brother Danny Hood, just so, just, uh, and they did this prophecy crusade in our church, and everybody, year 2000, everybody's oh, Y2K. Now, they weren't preaching that, but, you know, every, all the conspiracy people were. Year, Y2K and all this stuff. And I remember, I mean, our church was packed out for three nights, man. And they were preaching on the end time and Y2K. I'm, they scared me. I was supposed to be an altar worker, and they scared me so bad. I was seeking the Holy Ghost myself, and I already had it. We're not trying to scare anybody to be saved. But we ought to be aware of the time and say, ooh, it's our time. Because where sin does abound, does grace much more abound. And that's what we need to do. We need to abound in the grace of God. Amen. Would you just lift your hands right where you are tonight? Amen. And I just, I just want you to tell the Lord, God, Lord, I want you to use me in this end time. Lord, we are aware there is a new world agenda. There is a one world currency agenda. There is a new age, one world religion agenda. It's moving throughout. Uh, it's moving throughout the political world. It's moving throughout the global world, the military military structure. It's moving throughout uh, even churches. It's moving throughout college campuses. It's moving through high schools and now into elementary and pre K. This this whole thing is moved. But Lord, uh, we're not going to be caught sleeping like the five uh, unwise virgins. We're going to be like the five uh, wise that kept their lamps filled with oil and the, the, they were trimmed and they were lit and ready for the coming of the bridegroom Lord we're aware of the time and the season that we live in Jesus I thank you that not only you've saved me but you've made me aware I'm glad that you have opened our understanding Lord not to scare us not for us to run and hide and to be ashamed or to be afraid but to call us to action to pick up our armor and put it on to pick up our sword and our shield and to move on to the battlefield. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. And to pray like we've never prayed and to reach like we've never reached. I thank you, Jesus, that you love us enough that you canonize, you have preserved within your word these promises of the sign of your returning. Oh, God, I don't want to be caught in a new world system. I don't want to be caught sleeping as the one world currency and the one world government tries to rise up and strangle out the church. Lord, I want to be vigilant on my knees. I want to be vigilant, oh God, recruiting new souls into your kingdom, oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, would you pray with somebody near you right now? God, give them strength. Give me strength, oh Lord, to stand in the day of temptation. Lord, to stand... 
come on, I'm not afraid. No, no, I'm, I'm excited about what God's fixing to do, what God is doing in First Church. Oh, I'm so excited for what he's doing. Hallelujah, it's going to happen. It's going to begin with me tonight. It's going to begin with me this week. It's going to begin with me this Sunday. I'm going to go to the highways and to the byways. I'm going to compel. I'm going to reach. I'm going to share the gospel. I'm going to share my testimony. victorious in Jesus already I just want you to give him praise for come on for at least 30 seconds would you just give him praise before we leave tonight you believe you're victorious tonight hallelujah Thanks again for joining us for this podcast. It's such an honor that we could have you, and we pray you were blessed by the word today. We want to stay connected with you, and so give us a follow on our social media pages on Facebook or Instagram. You can find all of those on our website at firstchurch.app. You can also stay connected with us through that uh, website, and you can download it as an app on your phone from there. And so until the next time, we pray you're blessed. Have a great week in Jesus' name.